Hello and welcome to the Leadership That Last podcast. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. This is episode 13. In today's episode, you are going to learn what it looks like to move from a follower to a leader. If you have been stuck in being a follower and are ready to make that change into leadership, this is the episode for you. This is the episode that I wish I heard years ago. I've taken three core things that I believe it takes you to move from a follower to a leader And I've put it in this episode to help you do just that, to become the leader that you're capable of being today. Welcome to Leadership That Lasts. Welcome to the Leadership The Last Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Raymer. In today's episode, as I said, we're going to be talking about what, what it looks like to move from a follower to a leader. And if you are ready to get out of being a follower, being a lifelong follower, then this is the episode for you. This will also be helpful for those who are in leadership positions, but maybe you're stuck uh, in a little rut and you want to get out of it. And so these three things that I'm going to talk about here in this episode will help you get out of that rut and grow in your leadership. Now, listen, if you don't want to listen to me for the next few minutes, you can simply go over to my website, leadershipthatlast.net forward slash three steps and download the free this free guide that I've created called From Follower to Leader. This episode is me basically not reading verbatim, but it's going to be explaining that guide to you. So if you would rather just read the guide and interact with it that way, then you can stop listening to me right now and head over to leadershipthatlast.net slash three steps and you can download this free guide today. And I'll include a link in the show notes for you to do that. If you want to stop listening, I won't be offended. I would love for you to consume that content. I created it for you to help you move from a follower to a leader. So if you are ready to get going on this episode, we can dive in and we'll look at the three things that you need to do today uh, or that you can really do over the next few days to help you move from a follower to a leader. So the first thing that will help you grow in your leadership, that will help you understand that you can move from a follower to a leader is to simply change your perspective of leadership. A lot of life is about perspective. And as you begin to think about what it looks like to be a leader, uh, if you're like me, you just need to tweak your perspective, your understanding of what leadership is. Do you believe that only leaders have titles? Do you believe that only leaders are financially wealthy? Do you believe that leaders are the ones with the biggest degrees or the most certifications? I was like that. I believe that. I believe because I didn't have a good education or I didn't have my college degree or I didn't have money or I was overweight or whatever it would be, or I'm kind of a shy guy, more introverted. I didn't think I had what it took to be a leader, but that's not true. There are certainly leaders that have a lot of money that are, have a lot of college degrees and have a lot of certifications, but that doesn't make them a leader. Leadership is less about a title and more about a lifestyle. And so 
John Maxwell, who is a really famous uh, teacher of leadership, states this about leadership. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And that is a really great definition, a really great understanding of leadership to get us going and changing our perspective of leadership. So when you think about what John Maxwell said, that leadership is about influence, nothing more, nothing less. Uh, think about the people that you have influence over. Okay. Think about the people in your life that, that you have influence over. Now, uh, you may not be able to think of anyone off the, off the uh, top of your head. But what I would love for you to do is turn your phone on selfie mode or go look in the mirror. And that is the one person that you have influence on every day, 24-7. You. You have influence on yourself. So at the end of the day, if you don't feel like you have influence on anyone, you have influence on at least one person, and therefore, you are a leader. You are not a follower. You are leading yourself. Now, the question that you want to ask yourself is, are you leading yourself well, or are you leading yourself in a bad way? Are you effective in leading yourself? Or are you ineffective in leading yourself? So I say all that to say, listen, you have influence over somebody. You are leading at least one person every day of your life. Now, <clears throat> I would venture to guess that you actually lead a lot more people than you think you do. Regardless if you have a title at work or in your home or in your community organization, whatever it may be, you have influence on other people. Think about this for a second. Just take a moment and think about who do you live with? Who's in your house? Maybe you're a younger individual and you're still living at home with your parents. Who, who's in your house? Who do you have influence over? Are, do you have influence over your siblings? Um, do you have influence over your parents? Do you have influence over your neighbors? Who's your next door neighbor? Is it your best friend? Uh, think about this in your job. Who are the people that want to do launch with you? Um, who are the people that constantly come to you for questions? Even though you may not be their boss, you may not be their superior, who are the people that are seeking you out? What about outside of work? What about in your community event? What about the soccer field? Do your kids play soccer? Do your kids play baseball, volleyball, whatever it may be? Who, who are the people that want to hang out with you? Who are the people that want to sit next to you in the stands? Uh, who are the people that want to grab a beer with you after work on Fridays? Who are the people that want to spend time with you? Those are the people that you have influence over. And those are the people that you have some sort of leadership position over. You affect change in their lives. And again, the question will always go back to what kind of change are you affecting in their lives? Is it good or bad? So change your perspective on leadership. If you are ready to move into a more leadership role, whether it be in your marriage, in your vocation, are you in a role that you don't want to be in, but you want to apply for a job that is as more leadership responsibility, but you don't think you have what it takes to be a leader? I'm telling you, you do. I'm telling you, you are a leader. Today, you, are, you already are a leader. Even if it's just leading yourself, you, you have the beginnings of leadership already. So you can do those things. You, you, I'm giving you permission to move from a follower to a leader today, right now. 
just listening to this podcast, you're already growing as an individual. You're already growing as a leader because you're learning something new about leadership. Okay, so the second thing that you can do to help you move from a follower to a leader is to do something that scares you. I would imagine that if you are a chronic follower or if you're somebody that doesn't think you have what it takes to be a leader, it might be because you're not comfortable with taking risks or said differently, you're afraid of failing. I I understand. I, I am too. But we know that in life, failure is going to come. Some of the greatest lessons, if not the greatest lessons in your life, come from failure. Listen to what Pablo Picasso says about this. This is a really good quote. I am always doing that which I cannot do in order that I may learn how to do it. I'm always doing that which I cannot do in order that I may learn how to do it. What Pablo is saying here is that he's challenging himself. He's doing things that scare him, doing things that he doesn't know how to do so he can learn how to do them. And so in leadership, if you want to move from a follower to a leader, you need to do something that scares you. We do seem to live in a day and age where everyone wants to be comforted. Everyone wants to be uh, uh, wrapped in bubble paper and protection and safety and snowflakes and we don't want to be challenged. We don't want um, to feel pain. We want everyone to accommodate to us. And that's just not a reality of the world. Failure will come. Challenges will come. And we need to learn how to engage those. We need to learn how to attack obstacles. And so as a leader, when you're in a leadership role, whether it's in your family and maybe you're, you're a parent um, or with your spouse, you're, you're leading your spouse. Um, you're maybe co-leading each other. Um, you're in a community event, maybe in your church, or, or maybe you're, you're helping to coach your kid's soccer team. Challenges will come and you need to understand and have a stronger backbone to be able to uh, face those challenges. And so if you live a life of shelter, if you live a life of giving into fear, then you will have a harder time in a leadership role because you won't know how to effectively handle obstacles that will ultimately come your way. And so you need to do things that scare you. You need to, you need to, you know, do things that will challenge you. And so this is actually pretty easy to do. I would imagine anyone listening to this can stop and think for a second. What are some things that you're scared of? What are some things that bring you fear? And you can begin to attack those things. And it could be something as simple as asking somebody out you're interested in. Asking that girl, a guy out that you want to go get a drink with or go get some coffee with. You know, get up the nerve to ask them out. And you'll see that at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) They may say no. Okay. So now you know that they're not interested. That doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That just means that they're not interested in you, and that's okay. But they might say yes. They might say yes, and you might end up falling in love with that individual. They fall in love with you, and you might end up having a wonderful life together as husband and wife. 
But you'll never know if you don't ask the question. If you don't face your fear, if you don't do that thing that challenges you. Maybe you want a new job and maybe you're scared to apply for it because you're not sure if you have what it takes to do the job. You might not. You might not have what it takes and you might not get the job, but maybe you'll get an interview and it'll give you an opportunity to get some experience being interviewed. And maybe this job requires you to be interviewed by a group of people and go through different segments of interviews and you've never done that before. Well, you may not get the job, but at least you will now have experienced what it's like to be interviewed in that way. And when another job comes open and you have to go through the same kind of system to be interviewed, you now have a framework to understand how to prepare best for that interview. And you have the potential to get that job because you're more confident in those interviews. And so even if you're scared to apply for a job because you don't think you'll get it, you may not. But you're going to learn something along the way by going down that road to challenge yourself. So you need to challenge yourself as a leader. I'm doing that right now in my own life. One of the things that I've been wanting to do for a long time is get into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, BJJ, mixed martial arts, UFC kind of stuff. I don't have any dreams of being in the UFC or anything like that. But I have heard so many wonderful things about BJJ that. It's a great workout. It's a great community. It teaches you discipline. It shows you that you are not as awesome as you think you are. And it challenges you to grow as a person, to learn strategies and tactics. Um, these are just things I've heard about third hand. I've never experienced it. But I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about it because I think there's a really strong community within the BJJ community. And I'm anxious that I won't be able to commit to it because... I am somebody who overthinks things and will sometimes cower um, when, you know, the relationships uh, need to be built in, in the community such as the BJJ community is what I understand of it. But one of the things I'm going to do is challenge myself to research it more, look into it. And my wife and I have been talking about, you know, setting aside some money for me to explore that option. And so that's something that I'm challenging myself in something that scares me and that I want to go and attempt and I may never really tackle it, but at least I'm going to start walking down that road and seeing what it's all about. So do something that scares you. If you want to move from a follower to a leader, because hard times will come and you need to know how to encounter those hard times. The third thing that you need to do to help you move from a follower to a leader this is simply take care of yourself. I preach this all the time is that if you aren't okay, then how are your people going to be okay? If you aren't taking care of yourself, how are you going to be able to take care of others? And so if you're not in a good mindset, if you're not in a good physical health, mental health, spiritual health, um, it's going to affect the way that you lead. It's going to affect the way that other people see you, other people interact with you. And you are going to have a hard time being a really effective leader if you are not effectively leading yourself first. So take care of yourself. I talk about this all the time that on a commercial flight, they always tell you to put on your oxygen mask first before helping others. Because you need to be able to breathe. 
you need to be able to be functioning before you can help others. And so the same holds true with leadership. You need to take care of yourself. Self-care is the number one element in the five common elements of effective and sustaining leadership that I talk about often here at Leadership That Last. So you need to take care of yourself. And five quick ways that you can take care of your physical and mental health at the same time is this. Break up your routine. Break up your routine. Change your perspective. Get outside. Go for a walk. Get away from your computer. Go fishing. Go do something that that encourages you, that feeds your soul. Take a break from your routine. We can get stuck in ruts, and that will affect our mental health and ultimately will affect our physical health. Stop comparing yourself to others is another one. Stop comparing yourself to others. Even in listening to this episode, you may be comparing yourself to me or other people that you know that are in leadership. While you may be encouraged by other people, you may have mentors, you may um, want to learn from them, don't compare yourself to them. If you are new to leadership, then you're new to leadership. Just like me, if I go into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm going to be new to that. I cannot compare myself to the black belts. I need to understand my role and grow in it. Stop comparing yourself to others. Our, our culture is big on that. And there's a lot of depression out there these days because of that. Go for a walk. The third thing that you can do to help your physical and mental health is to go for a walk. Just taking a little walk every day, getting outside some fresh air, or even if you can't get outside, you're on a treadmill, whatever it is, do something physical, get some exercise, get your heart rate up. It's going to help you physically. It's going to help you mentally. It's going to help clear your head. Uh, there's a lot of studies and a lot of research that have been done on some of the best, um, well, I don't know some of the best, but some great ideas have come out of people just going for walks. I know a lot of uh, popular thought leaders have, you know, or make going on a walk a part of their routine, their weekly, daily routine, because they need it. It helps them think, helps them clear their head. And the last thing you can do to help your mental and physical health is to drink more water. Our body is made up of over 60% water. And half of your body is water. You probably should be drinking some water. And this doesn't mean Coke that has water in it or sweet tea that has water in it, or coffee that has water in it, while that is somewhat of a source of water, that's not what I mean. Pure water. Drink more water. This is something I've been challenging myself on and something I've grown to love. I start to crave water over sodas or tea. I just begin to love water so much, so drink more water. That will help your mental and physical health because it gives water to your body, which is made up of majority of water. And it'll help reduce the unnecessary calories that you may intake from like sodas or your sugary drinks from the barista. So drink more water. A word of note, word of caution, I guess, as we close this episode on how to move from a follower to a leader is that just because you're learning how to be a leader and you're stepping into more leadership roles doesn't mean that you have to be a leader in every aspect of your life. You don't need to be a jerk. You don't need to be arrogant. There are certainly times in your life that you don't need to be the leader. You don't need to be the man or the woman. You don't need to be the one in charge. Know your role, <laughs> know your position, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and know your, the time when, it's, when you don't need to be a leader. I mean, 
think about this. If your house is on fire and uh, the firemen roll up and start putting your house out, you, you, you don't tell them they can only use the hose because that's what you know. You, you get out of the way and let them lead the situation and let them take care of it because they know what they're doing and they're the better leader in that moment. I know that's somewhat of a dramatic example, but you know what I'm getting at. So don't feel like you have to be a leader in every aspect of your life. I've known people like that, that if they're not leading, then they're just not going to be a part of it. And that's a horrible way to be because that's not an effective leader. An effective leader knows when it's time to be a follower or knows when it's time to let other people shine. And another word of caution or another encouragement as you're transitioning from a follower to leader is one of the best ways to be a great leader is to be a great follower. One of the best ways to be a great leader is to be a great follower. And so do not overlook your position as a follower. You can learn so much on leadership, on watching those who are leading you right now. And so be a great follower, because if you are not faithful in being a follower, then you're not going to be faithful in being a leader. You're going to be entitled and think that you earn that role or that you should be in that role because you've been a follower for X amount of years or whatever. So be a great follower will help you in being a great leader. And it'll also help you to look for the other followers that you would want to invest time in and see as potential leaders one day, because that's one of the goals about leadership is vision and legacy and being able to lead and encourage and coach and teach other people to eventually take over your role one day. And so one of the things that's apparent is you, you don't want your kids to turn 18 or whatever, go out on their own and not have a clue what to do in life. You want to teach them on how to be as successful as you are as an adult. And so if you are a follower, if you're a great follower, you know how to be a great leader. So don't miss this moment right now. If you are in a follower position at work or in your family, if you're you know, a kid and you're you know, getting ready to go out on your own, you know, be a good, be a good kid, be, be a good child to your parents, be a good follower. So now that you have a better understanding of what it means to be a leader, to move from follower to leader, to change your perspective on leadership, leadership is not as hard or as far as ways you, as you may think it is. Do something that scares you, do something that challenges you and take care of yourself. So those three things, now that you're starting to understand those, you start to implement those things. If you haven't done so, please go over to leadershipthelast.net slash three steps. Download the guide that I created based off of this episode because that, that guide actually it, it talks a little bit more about what I just talked about, but also it has exercises for each of those three steps that will help you implement those things. It'll help you change your perspective. It'll help you um, challenge yourself and it'll help you um, take better care of yourself. So go download that guide after this episode and complete it. And you can complete it really by the end of the day, but you can complete it by the, by this weekend or maybe over the weekend and really process it and implement those things. And it'll drastically help you go from being a follower to a leader, or at least give you some hope for moving into a leadership role one day. But now that you've learned those things, make sure to, Subscribe to this podcast or follow and like on YouTube, wherever you're consuming this content. Make sure you do whatever you need to do to get this content 
in front of you every week because I'm constantly teaching on leadership. I'm in the process of building out um, some courses on leadership and I want you to grow as a leader. So just moving from a follower to a leader is one step. There's multiple aspects and multiple um, realities about leadership that I want to teach you. And so don't just think that now that you understand the concept of leadership is an influence and you've got leadership figured out, that's not true. You need to constantly be learning because leaders are learners. You need to constantly be growing. You need to constantly be a community. You need to be um, working together with other leaders to grow in your leadership. So head over to leadershipthatlast.net slash three steps to download the guide and also bookmark the website leadershipthatlast.net as I will constantly be putting new content out every week, whether it's a podcast, whether it's YouTube, blog post, and then you'll, you'll have subscribed to the email list once you download the guide and I'll send content out that way as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it has been helpful for you. If it has, please leave a rating review on whichever podcast software that you're using. Please rate it and also write a quick review to let other people know what you're learning from Leadership That Last, and it helps get the word out there for other people to grow in their leadership. Thank you so much, and I'll see you back here next week on the Leadership That Last podcast. Have a fantastic week.